0: Welcome to the Spine and Rehab Specialists podcast series. My name is Harry Koster, physical therapist and the host of this podcast. We are a physical therapy company with multiple clinics in the El Paso, Texas area. Each episode, we will go over a different physical therapy or general health-related topic just to give you more insight in some of the things that are going on in our field and possibly in your life. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's get into it. hello everybody and welcome to another podcast in the podcast series of Spine and Rehab Specialists. Um, So today I have with me two guests, um, you know, Sandra and Eric. Um, Let me have you guys just kind of introduce yourself, you know, what organization you're with. So Sandra, you want to get started?
1: Yes, my name is Sandra Klobos. I am a health educator for Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center of El Paso. And That's our program, Yes, it is. It. <laughs> it's our full title. Yeah. And our program is called Pasos para Prevenir Cancer, which is Steps to Prevent Cancer. Okay.
2: And Eric? My name is Eric Cazneros. I work with the uh, Board of Coalition for Fitness, also at Texas Tech University Health Sciences uh, Center of El Paso. Well, welcome, yeah, you know, to the podcast. Um, so, you know, so you guys both really work for Texas
0: Tech, right? Yes. So Texas Tech, I think we always think Texas Tech is Lubbock, you know, but, you know, obviously Texas Tech has a pretty strong representation in in El Paso. So tell me a little bit about how you guys work with Texas Tech and then reaching out into the community. Probably kind of get you, you know, the name out that Texas Tech is truly in this community, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so Texas Tech, we do have an El Paso. Uh, a lot of people don't know we have an El Paso campus here. Uh, there's a lot of stuff uh, that Texas Tech offers. Uh, But we are grant-funded and we are established there at Texas Tech University. Like I said, we're grant-funded, we're from CIPRID, like Cancer Prevention Institute. Um, So uh, for our community, uh, these grants are more about like prevention. So it's all about uh, cancer prevention and having the resources for our community to be able to uh, take advantage of them. And it's all about preventing as many chronic diseases as we possibly can. Awesome,
0: awesome. Yeah, and that's, you know, ties in really good with what we do as physical therapists you know like yeah we, we treat a lot of diseases and a lot of problems but we love to be on the prevention side as well so this, this is a really good tie-in so yeah. um so tell me a little bit about the, the program that you know that you're you're here with you know for for preventing cancer what do you guys do what is your outreach
1: yes. so our outreach like i said it's a, a free educational program our target population is 18 years and over Um, So what we're just trying to give our community is uh, educate them on 13 obesity-related cancers. Um, And with that, we try to give them tools and resources that are going to help them uh, balance their nutrition and physical activity to overall improve their health. So it's all about that lifestyle change that we're trying to teach them. And how we do that is we offer sessions. Uh, We call them the EduTalk sessions. Um, So we have five main topics that we focus on and within those five topics we cover the 13 obesity related cancers, we cover about what their obesity risk is, uh, we cover about how to create goals that are going to be attainable for them based on their nutrition and their physical activity and we also cover more in detail about what is nutrition overall and what is physical activity. So we cover those five topics as well as we give them uh, demos, Uh, we have like cooking demos, We have Physical activity demos that we tag along with these sessions, so they have something to take home with them that they can do at home as well.
0: So, talk a little bit about these these um, cancers that are related to obesity, because I think most people, you know, know that you know smoking causes cancer, and there's some other things, but I think a lot of times people underestimate what really obesity contributes to cancer. So, which you know, name some cancers that are related to obesity.
1: Um, So I said, there's 13, but I'll name a few, Um, maybe like breast cancer, there's meningioma, which is cancer of the uh, brain tissue. Uh, We do have the colon and rectum cancer as well, um, and ovary cancer. So it's a couple of them. Like I said, there's 13 of them, Um, but the whole idea of it is how fat correlates with cancer. It's just uh, with new research, they've seen that fat in itself is an organ. It has its own functions like per se, Um, So it's not just something that sits in our body it actually interacts with our organs interacts with all of our body functions So it's something that we need to keep in mind when we talk about that excess fat that may come in with overweight or obesity
0: Okay, Mm -hmm. so you know when you look at any any specific dietary um, you know information that you give is that really just general weight loss stuff? Or is there like a slant towards cancer? Like a certain, cause you can say, well, you know, you, you know, if you do the right diet, you're gonna lose weight. But are there like certain things that are more important in say cancer related than just in general obesity related?
1: Our main idea is just like overall, cause we try to do like a lifestyle change because this education can happen to even those that don't have overweight or obesity. So for the most part, it's like general education on obesity prevention. And cancer prevention. So, uh, but we do give a couple of educational. tips or recommendations when we talk about cancer, you know, like there's maybe some stuff that can help you reduce your risk for developing these types of cancers. But for the most part, it is generalized to improving your nutrition to increase that lifestyle change. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, definitely. Great. So Eric, how does it tie in with your program? Cause you guys, you, your programs are separate, yes. right? Okay. They're interrelated, but they're separate. Yes. Yeah. So how, you know, how does your program tie into this?
2: So the Border Coalition for Fitness, we have uh, three walking challenges throughout the year. Um, we have a 10,000 steps for a hundred-day challenge. We also have a step boot camp, uh, and our upcoming challenge is actually going to start in April, which is our Walk the Walk challenge. Uh, all of our challenges are going to be free for all of participants. Uh, anybody that is above 18 and above is able to, to participate, and we found that the challenge kind of caters to everyone in a sense that everyone, for the most part, is able to get up and walk. And we want people to get that notion that walking is actually some, it's a form of physical activity that is attainable and accessible for people to do any place, uh, whether it's at home, whether it's walking in place, or it's out on a hike. Uh, We want people just to get out and get moving. Um, We try and reach as many people as we can, whether they're, at the workforce or they're at schools, we've had about six to seven hundred participants in our past challenges. Uh, so we're hoping to hopefully get more for this upcoming one in April. Our registration is everything is done online. We ask the participants to submit their steps using uh, either a smartphone, Apple Watch, um, Fitbit, whatever's readily accessible for them, and it's just our way of getting them to have something to look forward to and then participate in and, and engage in a physical activity with whether it's individual or with a team to get them up and moving and, and just have something to do and rather than uh being at home as as we saw with the pandemic to where a lot of people were shut in and and got stuck at home, couldn't go out and health reasons and, and thankfully things have gotten better, so we're hopefully going to try and get our numbers up and uh, our challenges this year
0: so what's the one that's that's coming up that you Neil? Know, uh the next called? one is going
2: to be the walk to walk walk to walk yes sir okay it is a it's a team-based challenge um you get groups of uh max 10 but you can have up to maybe five or six because we found it's kind of hard sometimes to get a a team of 10 wrangled together to get organized and, and have your team uh work on getting their steps but the, obje- the objective is to get as many steps as you can for the month of April. Okay. So starting April 1st, uh, all the way to the end of it, we're gonna have you guys submit your steps weekly. You, whether you're a team of five or your team of 10, you're gonna get all the totals together and submit them to us. And at the end, we'll kinda calculate and figure out. Uh, we're gonna pretty much put them into categories of the most steps. Uh, we're gonna kinda do the uh, most improved and potentially um, the last one will be either like a trivia question or just based on, on the numbers that we get to see what kind of category we can fill them into.
0: Okay, and how many people
2: are you hoping to have participated in this challenge? I'm hoping if we get over a thousand, uh, that'd be great. Um, teams, Team-wise, we've had over 60-70 teams of say 10 each, that's close to 700. Um, and we just want to get as many as we can. Uh, We've reached out to a little bit further extent as far as uh, outside of uh, the El Paso County to see if there's uh, kind of a need or if there's interest as far as um, places like Presidio um, to get those people the opportunity to see hey, well, you know what they're doing this over here and the walking challenges is available to anybody to do at any location as long as they're in Texas and, and they're Getting their steps and they could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be specifically at your home. You can be doing your steps um, when you're on vacation. Just calculating and managing and doing your steps. Do your steps have home. to be in Texas? Uh, they don't. Okay, <laughs> you yeah, can yeah, do yeah, them. You yeah. can do them anywhere else. Um, right. We just... Uh, we strictly uh, for the grant purposes um, it is Texas residents okay Texas residents yeah. so, your
0: you step, you steps can be in New Mexico yeah Europe they
2: can again. be
1: you can walk, measured, yeah. you walk
2: anywhere you want <laughs> yes, okay. yes. As, long as, you, as long as you live in Texas Yeah, we, we've had participants because uh, we have on a weekly basis we have them sometimes submit like if they're at a park or they're at any uh, fun locations and we've had people on their vacation out on the beaches in Mexico sending us pictures and they're getting their steps in and still continuing uh, making that habit of being physically active is, is something that we kind of work towards, and whatever challenges are, kind of pushing for. Awesome. The awesome. idea is just
1: to keep moving. <laughs> yeah.
0: absolutely. And I, I, don't know if you guys listened to my uh, my Sunday stroll that I did this last weekend, but because I was, you know, came across some some you know research that really dug into the the ten thousand steps mm-hmm. myth, right? We always say, oh, you got to get you know ten thousand steps. We're great. <laughs> what does it mean? Well the difference you know between you know making less than 5000 steps and 10000 steps is actually you you're reducing your mortality rate from any causes by 50% simply oh, wow. going from 5000 to 10000 steps. Yeah they pretty much said that you you know you decrease your risk of dying by 10% for every 1000 steps extra that you make. So if you want a little bit more ammunition behind your challenge, yeah, no, well, wow, absolutely, something. yeah, it was, uh, you know,
2: research
0: behind. Yeah, we 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 always say, yeah, ten thousand steps. Yeah. What is the ten thousand steps? <laughs> well, yeah, the reason you know, kind of meaningful, right? Yeah. So you know, great. Um, yeah. So you're you're not necessarily this overall health, but you're doing the same thing for cancer. Yes.
1: Right. Yes. So we're all just improving the lifestyle of yeah. our plastic okay. community.
0: Well, and it comes down to there's so many preventable diseases. Yeah. right or, or you know like cancers you know just obesity cardiovascular obesity. death but you know look at this whole coronavirus you know pandemic right what, what was the number one risk factor obesity, obesity you know and yet again so awesome um so with your program how do people sign up for what do they need to do
1: Um, So what we've been trying to do, uh, anybody can sign up. Like I said, 18 and over is our target population. Um, What we try to do is send uh, community organizations. We'll send them emails and introduce our program. Um, But anybody can sign up as long as they contact us, like, hey, I'm interested. We try to do it more, like, group-based, more, like, organization-based just because it's a better turnout with our our sessions. Um, But, yeah, if an organization uh, emails us or sends us a message and be like, I'm interested in this session, then what we do is... We allow them to pick the topic of their choice, whatever one of the five topics. Um, Then we get to, they get to choose what demo they would like as well. And then we uh, pair that up, and then we create a session. And then uh, we. Get scheduled with a date and time of whatever would be best available for the organization, and we set up their classes. The classes are an hour long, um, so it's um, easy, it's manageable. Uh, we break it down into half of it is our education, we talk about the topic, and then the other half is our demonstration. Like I said, our demonstration could be their cooking demo or a physical activity demo, something that they can take home, a resource that they can have. So it's really easy. All I have to do is just contact us and we'll get together and schedule a session. Okay.
0: So a company could do that and do it during a lunch hour.
1: Yes, exactly. And we have had a couple of companies do that. That's 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 awesome.
0: That's awesome. So do you have anything like regularly scheduled that, you know, say if I'm not part of a company um, and I just want to sign up for it, is that a possibility as well?
1: We can do that as well. Uh, We've been barely scheduling. I know with covid we had to kind of go virtual and do a couple of changes but we've been looking forward to uh if there's just an individual that's interested in it, like set up a monthly like one month uh session and then they can just sign up to that one and we can be like just a community open to the to the public okay. type okay. deal as well yeah we've uh we have some established ones we have some partners here in the el paso community we have like the live active el paso and the parks and rec from the city okay uh, and we've had some uh constant classes with them and sessions so it's been uh, pretty common to have it with them. So they help us promote it as well to have those sessions
0: Very, very, very good. So you said they can you know the, the whoever wants these you know can kind of pick the the topic So what are your topics?
1: Um, so like I said the first one we talk about uh, The 13 what are the 13 obesity related uh-huh. cancers okay. and how that cancer is related to the fat The second one is assessing our obesity risk So we talk about how they can measure their obesity and see if they are at risk. So given a couple of uh, assessments that they can do. Um, the third one is uh, setting yourself up for, for success, which that means like uh, we talk about like SMART goals. Like it's not um, something very vague can be like, I want to be healthy for 2022. That may be a really good goal, but setting it a little bit deeper than that, mm-hmm. than just say that. Cause uh, I feel like we need to kind of like plan ahead and plan more than just saying, I want to be healthier. Right? It entails a little bit more. The fourth one is um, stress-free meal planning, which we talk about more about our nutrition and how, um, give a little bit more nutritional information. We talk about uh, like macronutrients and all that stuff that involves nutrition. And the fifth one is finding the right physical activity for you, um, because that's the fifth one that we talk about and that physical activity, we're just trying to get people moving, right? And that's kind of like what we're trying to get out of that sedentary lifestyle and just get people moving. Those are our five yeah,
0: because because ultimately it's, it's it's about moving, and, and and it really needs to be something that somebody likes doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I always have that with my patients. You know, all my patients get get a home program, but what kind of home program that is? Well, it depends on their condition, but it also helps on what they like doing. Because not everybody's going to go to a gym for two and a half hours <laughs> exactly. five times a week. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. so but definitely everybody can move and and should move. Whether yes. that's you know walking or riding a bike or swimming or anything like that, or just go hiking and you know. And, and I think a lot of times it's so easy to move. Yeah, right. People just kind of forget about that. I've talked <laughs> about that over the last couple of weeks, because actually two weeks ago we had a, a podcast over exercise, you know, for cancer patients. So this yeah. ties into well, that really good. Um, and, and it was really talking about it was like yeah, just get moving, yeah. you know, park your car a little further away and, and mm-hmm. walk the distance, take the stairs if you can, you know, or walk up down your, you know, your driveway. Oh, yeah. Any, any, take any stairs. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is so, it is so yeah. simple. Yes. So, yeah. So we're
1: just trying to find like just activities that you enjoy, you know, because sometimes they feel like going to the gym is like a chore, and they get overwhelmed uh, just by thinking that they have to go to the gym to be physically active. But there's so much that you can do. Just finding something that they'll enjoy. And those tips that we give, we also kind of like correlate them with our walking challenge. You know, like there's the little uh, things that you can do, and then overall it's going to increase your steps throughout the day, and then overall you're going to improve your physical activity.
0: Uh, yeah. Actually, I had the conversation with a patient who, you know, this morning, well, I've been kind of pushing, and she was getting like 4,000 <laughs> steps, and I'm like, okay. Go to five thousand. Now go to six thousand. Nice. So she probably, you know, showed me this morning. It's like yesterday I got sixty-two hundred steps. I'm like, that's awesome. Nice. Went up from four thousand, you know, oh, to yes, six thousand steps. Little by little. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's already a difference. Pro-
2: progression, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah so, it's kind of one of the goals that we do with the sm- set yourself up for success. It's all about the smart goals, right? Because a lot of people are like, oh, from one day to another, they want to start running or they want to do, but if they've never really started getting the habit of walking, that's gonna be really hard for them to pick up something like that from one day to another. So it's all about those small habits.
2: Yep, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, so Eric, how do they sign up for, for your program? What do, do they need to do for you?
2: So to access any of our um, challenges, you can either reach us on social media at ttuhseep underscore bcf. Um, that's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, and they'll pretty much have a link with either directly or they can scan a QR code and they can get registered there uh, for any of the challenges uh, throughout the years.
0: Okay, great. And you guys are going to keep, keep having different challenges out there? Yes.
2: After this one, our next one will be the step boot camp. Uh, we have it uh, scheduled tentatively for sometime in the summer. Okay. Um, and that one specifically, as you were saying, uh, is like a kind of a progression with that lady who went from 4,000 to 6,200. That uh, challenge specifically, um, we have the participants work to increase their steps by at least five hundred every day so it's not a wide margin as you said to get somebody to go from say 3,000 to 10,000 is really not gonna happen for the most part I mean yeah. there are some individuals that really can push themselves uh, but without getting injured without having them feel like oh, man, exhausted after doing it we have we tailored that, that challenge specifically to get them just like hey you know what? okay I can do the 500 I can like you said park somewhere else I can uh, work on getting my groceries and actually walk the whole store rather than just going directly to what I need to buy. Um, making small changes like taking the stairs, um, one of the, the, the ones that I liked was if you go to a drive through instead of using the drive through you actually go inside and pick up your food. So it kind of gives you like, okay, well do I really want to get off and go and get it? Uh, okay, sometimes you will, sometimes you won't. But those little changes um, are things that we highlight and we, ch- we want to show. Uh, to give them the opportunity to get their steps and and show that it is possible to be making little changes to increase your physical activity throughout the day. It doesn't have to all be in one giant span of, okay, let's go to the gym for two hours. And like you said, not everybody's going to enjoy that. Um, We do work a lot, like she said, with Live Active El Paso, and there's been a lot of stuff that's been available for free, um, like classes like Zumba, yoga. Um, we, We highlight those to give... The participants and the community in general just an idea of what's available because there's rec centers and there's places that are down the street from folks that they're like oh that's they have have basketball they have yoga that i can go to for free and it's like yeah it's just i mean you have to kind of search for it a little bit but we wanted to highlight it and we we work with them to show them there's a lot of options whether you're into dancing or swimming or walking there's something that you can do and just to work on increasing your physical activity
0: you know, it comes down to a lot of times people say, "Ah, oh, there's nothing to do in El Paso." I like, yeah, that's absolutely not true. That's there's yeah. a lot to do in El Paso. You just have to look for it. They have yeah. beautiful
1: mountains. Too. You know,
0: exactly, yeah. and that's why you know we we you know paired up with the uh, fact of El Paso as well. And we you know when they were doing the three Ks last year, Definitely. we were there, and then one of them was down the road. You know, live on the west side, and you know, it's down oh. the road from me into the, the Haskins Park. Yeah, I didn't. I had been there. <laughs> I didn't really realize how big that was and how much walking yeah. you can do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. you can actually easily, you know, did a three k, so mm-hmm. three kilometers, you know, a you know, little under two miles. You know, and you know, never duplicated anything. It was just a nice little a loop, and I was like, yeah. I was surprised.
2: You know, <laughs> yeah, so
0: um, yeah, I think people need to really just, you know. Get out, you know, and, and that's why I really like the initiatives that you guys do, and Live you know, Live Active El Paso no. does just to get people more active because El Paso that's has a right. reputation of not, not being a very healthy and active town, and I think we yeah. need to change that.
2: Definitely. Yes.
0: Yeah. There's so much
1: to do. We just have to look for it. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, you,
0: you, know, you have to look for it. But yeah, I mean yeah. our weather is gorgeous. Especially Most of the time, yeah, the
2: sunshine that we you know, get. <laughs> a couple of windy
0: windy days and one snow day, okay. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> have, the other three hundred and I don't know, fifty, 50 days or so <laughs> of the year. <laughs> absolutely. And, and even even on the windy days, just go early. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wind yeah. usually <laughs> starts later. So awesome. All right, good. Anything else you guys wanna wanna add?
1: No, I mean no. we're just trying to make uh, these resources available to everyone. Like I said, we're uh, yeah. they're free, they're totally free. We're just uh, trying to promote uh, to take advantage of them for our community here.
0: Awesome, awesome. And we'll make sure we have the information at the at the end of the podcast too. So, yeah. well, thank you guys for you know coming to my podcast and you. well, know, let's let's keep you know El Paso moving. Yes,
2: yes sir. yes. Thank <laughs> you <laughs> for <laughs> having That's us. Okay. Thing, <laughs> All right. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you. Bye.